Hello and welcome to another episode of Love is Your Medicine podcast. I am Mitch Wright. Hope you are doing well. I was wondering what I would talk about in episode number six. And as I often do, I went to my wife to get some advice. And I asked her, what can I talk about this week? Is there anything in particular? Um, I, I had a couple of ideas, but I liked hers better. Uh, it was, she said, Ex- explain when you go into a low period, meaning mentally, and what you do to pull yourself out of it. She said, I'm sure a bunch of people could benefit uh, from that. Just hearing what happens to you and how you get yourself out of it. So I was like, yeah, let me do it about that. So are there points in your life where you reach a low point? Something happens or uh, something does or says something to you. Or maybe you kind of self-destruct and you do uh, fall into old habits or uh, something like that. Well, that's what this episode will be about. All is not lost. We may feel like that at some times, but there is always a light at the end of the tunnel, my friend. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode number six. Yes, welcome to episode number six. As you can see, I I called it Shorty Got Low, Low, Low. And I want to continue the lows because, as you might have already guessed, I thought of that song uh, that boots with the first song Shorty Got Low, Low, Low. So that's immediately what came to my mind when I started thinking about this episode so like hey that'll be a catchy little title maybe get some eyes on my uh, podcast but as I was saying in the intro uh, do you reach low points in your life for whatever reason Um, you know you just get down mentally uh, you just aren't right. And, and however that translates for you, I know it myself, um, I can get quiet, more reserved. Uh, and it doesn't mean that I'm mad or angry. I'm just thinking, I don't really feel like talking. Uh, Now, you know, depending on what I'm going through, I can be more irritable. But for the most part, when I get in my lows, that's mainly it. I just I don't really feel like talking. Don't really feel like kidding around a lot. 
I'm more to the point. I try to I fight hard not to be too abrupt or uh, to just be a jerk, you know, because I, I realize that when I'm going through this in my head, you know, I don't want to rub anyone the wrong way. If it's someone's, say it's their first encounter meeting me, I don't want that to be their first impression. You know, Mitch was a real jerk. I heard nice things about him, but that's totally not what I got. See, I don't want people to leave an encounter uh, with me or meeting me in a negative way like that. So, you know, when I married Michelle, it, you know, it caused problems in our marriage at first. Uh, I'm generally quiet anyway, and she's the more vocal half of our marriage. So, you know, imagine a vocal person, someone that likes to express themselves, and then they get with this person and they, to them, it seems like they're just shutting down. You know, are they angry? Are they sad? Did I do something to upset them? Did I say something wrong? You know, all those things were going through her head. And, you know, once she mentioned it and I realized it, yeah, I felt horrible. And that's another part of me that I knew I needed to fix. And I needed to fix it. Oh, I needed to start fixing a lot of things um, so that I could feel better about myself. So, it wouldn't trigger some of these episodes that I was having. And so let me first, let me start off by saying this. Some of us, and I have a lot of family that this includes. We may have clinical depression or anxiety. Uh, It could be bipolar. You could be manic depressive. There are many different things that we could be mentally. Not our faults. It's just we're imperfect. So these are some of the the flaws that we deal with. So if a person needs to see a professional, a doctor, a you know, a therapist to Uh, get medicine uh, for whatever you're dealing with mentally, then by all means do that. This episode is not trying to tell you to bypass medicine, bypass therapy. No, I'm I'm talking beyond that. Uh, You know, I'm just talking about myself. So I don't want I just want to clear that, that I'm not saying don't take medicine. No, if you are at a point um, with whatever your mental health is, then, yeah, you need to address it properly uh, with professional help, medicine, nothing wrong, no shame in taking medicine. Like I said, I have a lot of family. Uh 
that are on different types of medication uh, for their mental health. And, you know, I, I, I know what life was for them before they started taking medicine. And I know how their life is now and how much better it is. So I just wanted to put that out there first, that I'm just speaking about my experiences with uh, bouts of uh, low points mentally or depression. I wouldn't really say I'm an anxious person because I know, you know, some people suffer from anxiety. Um, it has to be something really, really major for me to start feeling that anxiety or the effects of it. Other than that, I'm just kind of like, you know, if something comes up, face it head on. Um, if it's a situation where I can't fix it at all or there's steps to take to fix something, then I'm not going to stress over it. You know, everything will fall in place. And that's what I'm always telling Michelle. Whatever's meant to happen will happen. So... I've never really stressed about, you know, things overly. I know that's a problem for some, and I really, you know, feel for those individuals. But the realm of what happens to me is because of things in my past, uh, you know, some things that maybe was said to me when I was young or growing up things happen uh, those can be triggers for me getting into like a, a low point mentally and like I said I get quiet um, I tend to you know I, I shy away from conversations if I do have them they're to the point you know I want to get back to thinking about what I was thinking about which, you know, it, it can be bad because it could keep us in that low place. And so the other thing that can happen to me as well is when I start getting down on myself or, um, you know, feeling depressed or thinking about mistakes in the past, if I don't keep it in check, I can spiral myself uh, you know in, into behavior that I work hard not to be involved in and so while it's, it, it's good for us to think about our past and the respect that we learn from it if you think about a mistake you've made in the past or you might see something or hear something, someone may say something, remind you of something that you've done. And, you know, you go back to a memory of different mistakes. Use it to learn. I, I always think about, you know, okay, that was messed up what I did in that particular situation. What did you do, Mitch, to improve the, the what happened? What led you up to that outcome? What did you start working on within yourself to, to make that better, to not go back to that mistake? 
And then I think about examples of how I have put up an effort to fight not to make mistakes that I've made in the past. So, yeah, when I think about the past, that's how I, I usually have to work it like that in my head. Because if I get to a point where I'm just like beating myself up or a memory comes up to in a, you know, when I'm already down mentally, not feeling good. Uh, yeah, I can I can beat myself up over it. I get into a place I don't like. So what I used to do before I started working on myself, this is what I do. See if it sounds familiar to you. I would think about mistakes I made in the past. I'd be like, I didn't mean to do it, but I'm always hurting people I love. Those that's closest to me, I'm hurting. What's the use? Why even try? All I do is mess up. You know, I'm no good. And so th these are the, the things that I have to contend with in my head. And so then if I'm already giving up like that, then what do you think I'm telling myself internally? Go ahead and do what you want. Like, What's the use of trying? You're already down, uh, you know, in a low place. Why stop now? You know, who, who's going to care? Who's going to uh, like everyone already, already thinks you're a, a screw up, always messing up, always making mistakes. I shouldn't prove them wrong. I'll just keep keep at it, doing what I do best. So see, that, those thoughts are what led me to some pretty serious mistakes in the past. Mistakes that not only hurt myself, but sadly hurt those around me that I care for and that I love. And so it's, it was a bad cycle. You know, I would do things horrible things, apologize to who I needed to apologize to work at being better. And then I would just kind of, it was like I was chasing my tail. I would get back into the same negative patterns. So part of it with me was like this, and I'm talking before I really, really started putting forth an effort to change. A lot of it with me was the things that I was making mistakes with, I would say I wanted to change. I would say I was going to do better, but I wasn't necessarily changing one, my actions and two, my association, because those are huge factors in what we do as individuals. You know, when it comes to ourself, what are we feeding our mind? Is it negativity? Is it things that we're working on to be a better person, but we're still putting ourselves in harm's way? You know, if I was if I was working on not drinking, for an example, then I would try to stay away from places until I got it under control. I would try to stay away from places that served alcohol. I would keep it out of my house. 
So those are things that I can do. And then I would watch who I spent my time with, my my leisure time. And there's nothing wrong with people drinking, you know, in, in, in good moderation. So, you know, I wouldn't want to bring anyone else down because of something I'm working on. So I would watch who I associated with. Or if I did, uh, maybe I would pick an activity that didn't involve being around alcohol. You know, there's tons of things you can do without being around alcohol. So that's what I meant by those two things. What we feed our mind and our association, it has a huge part in uh, affecting how we think. And let's face it, whatever we think about and keep thinking about, pretty soon we're going to manifest it because we're going to act on what we're thinking. We're going to act on impulses that we're putting through our brain. So before I started thinking like this, you know, I was, like I said, I was just chasing my tail, going in circles, going through the same song and dance, you know, with everyone close to me. Oh, I, I shouldn't have done that. Huge mistake. You know, I'm going to do better. But it was, wasn't until I started trying to fix myself and love myself properly and have the proper respect that I needed to have for myself. It wasn't until then that, you know, I started to think like this, that I need to remove associates that were affecting me in a negative manner. And I needed to change habits, the mistakes that I were making. They weren't just all of a sudden one day I did them. They were a constant series of events that I either created or I partook in or condoned that led up to these huge mistakes at certain points of my life. So, you know, you really have to, to me, and I'm speaking from my experience, for me to confront these low points in my life or the depression, I had to start to fix the things I was doing daily because, you know, all this, I'm not saying that everything you feel mentally is going to go away, no matter how hard you work. It's just part of who we are. But now when I get into the depression or um, a low point of thinking about myself, Like I said, I think about the mistakes I've done in the past, what led to them, what did I start doing to change it, to reverse it? And then I just concentrate on what I've been doing and the positive results of what I've been trying to do. And and that'll snap me out of it uh, most times. You know, something I always say to myself is, you know, Mitch, that's who you used to be. Sadly, those are the things you used to do, but that's not you anymore. And, you know, it's it's not. Sometimes we need those reminders. Um, You you just it's always for me, it's always a constant 
uh, battle. Because I can easily uh, slip back into the things that I was into. You know, that's how habits are. When we break habits, we have to be sure to do everything we need to within our power to not feed those habits anymore. So, yeah, that's one of the, one of the things I do is I just try to, you know, keep reminding myself that mistakes do not define who I am as a person. You know, what defines myself, what defines you is how well you react to negativity or things that may come up that are ideal situations for ourselves, our families. How do we react? You know, do we throw in the towel? Do we, is that a green light to just do whatever we want? Nothing matters. You know, it's not a, not a good place to be uh, mentally. I spent many years, uh, decades, as a matter of fact, living like that. It's no fun at all. So if you're going through that, you know, my heart goes out to you uh, to have those thoughts of you know, low periods or low self-esteem. It's not fun. You know, I, I go through that. Uh, depends on a situation. Like I said, sometimes it may be daily, sometimes, you know, different weeks. It all depends. Fortunately, I have a good uh, support system. You know, my wife and uh, kids, they, we all try to check up on each other. And that's another huge part of it, too, is have a good support system. And we, we all try to help each other in our family unit, uh, hold each other accountable. And, you know, I told them if I seem quiet or if I seem moody or or on edge, call me out. Ask me, is everything okay? Is anything going on? You know, because isolation is a huge no-no. Like, when we get into uh, these low points, we do not want to isolate ourselves because what do you think isolating will do? It feeds into all those negative thoughts that we're having about ourselves. You know, man, we're just sitting for hours upon hours waddling in so much negativity. And it's not good for us. So have a good support system. Uh, Have someone who will check in on you, someone you can reach out to when you need help, need someone to talk to. You know, you need reassurance. And. You know, just you have to look for genuine friends who have your best interests at heart. Because I, I tried the whole isolation thing before. You know, I would 
the way I felt, I would say to myself, no one wants to deal with or hear your problems, Mitch. You know, everyone has something they're dealing with. I don't want to be a burden on someone. That, that's what I was thinking. And yeah, that was not correct in my thinking. It gave me too much time to uh, dwell into negative thoughts. And then you dwell long enough and you act on negative thoughts. So like now, uh, sometimes Michelle will text all of us. And it's just a simple question. How are you doing uh, today mentally? And we have a rating system, uh, one to 10. So, you know, how are you dealing with depression? And then how are you dealing with anxiety? And we'll all respond to the text and we, you know, say where we are. I remember one, it was just a, a hectic week I was having. And I had a bunch of errands to run. I was helping family members out. Uh, had to help out uh, taking uh, a couple to doctor's appointments. It was, it was just a hectic week. And I remember one time Michelle sent that text out. And I put depression. I was at a two. And uh, anxiety, I put a 10. And like all three of them. We're texting, asking what was wrong, what's going on. And, you know, I felt good that I could bounce it off of them because the old me would have just kept it internal. And, you know, just been frazzled, not talked about it, but being open and honest, it gave them an opportunity to check in on me, ask what was going on and. Michelle offering, you know, she could help me in any way with what the things that I was doing. So, you know, I say that I say all of that to say this, just like learn to lean on people. You know, you don't have to go at this alone. You know, that's it, I hurt myself the most when I isolated myself. You know, it's nothing good came from that. But the when I started working towards changing, that was one of the things, one of the facets of my life that I wanted to work on was communication. Like I knew I needed better communication, uh, not only in everyday life, but especially with those closest to me that I care about and that I love. So, yeah, I would say really, really work on those things. Um, think about where you came from and the negative things. Think about what you're doing to confront the negativity and to reverse it. Uh, think about actions you can take think about if you need to 
change associates. Um, don't isolate yourself. Learn to trust and lean on uh, a confidant or someone very close to you that you can depend on and that they love you and care for you. You know. And like I said, if it's getting to the point where you seem like you can't get out of it, or it's even uh, deeper where you're thinking about harm or something like that, yeah, it's time for you to talk to a doctor, talk to a professional, and get help. It's, you know, a lot of people that I know ignore. Uh, mental health and you know it's sad but it's a reality I've seen it I don't want any of you out there uh, to do that to yourselves you know you owe yourself happiness and completeness and you know that comes physically and also mentally we want to be the best versions of ourself in both aspects you know the the mental health uh, is is very important and like this podcast says we have to take care of ourselves we have to respect ourselves you know we have to love ourselves to do the necessary things that we need to do uh, to be well physically and mentally Is it easy to do? Not at all. You know, it it takes honesty with yourself. Uh, You might not like what you see when you look into that uh, figurative mirror at yourself. But it'll help in the long run, especially when you, you know, you go through these periods of uh, lows or some depression you know we have to have things in place that if we get to this point we can uh, gradually pull ourselves up from the low that we're in and it's not easy you know I read something uh, I was reading a magazine about mental health And it made the comment, you know, we should never say to people, oh, snap out of it. You know, you'll be all right. Because when you tell a person that, and someone may have told you that before, you know, why are you so down? Just snap out of it. Pull yourself up. And the magazine was like, if it were that easy, don't you think everyone would just do it? You know, there would be (laughs) no depressed or sad people. Which is a ludicrous thought because, you know, a lot of times it takes work to pull ourselves out. And, you know, I had to put forth a lot of effort. So that was my main, my main reason that I really started working on that is because there were points in my life or I was making serious mistakes and hurting people around me. And I couldn't 
figure it out at first. And like in a previous episode, I mentioned I started seeing a therapist and uh, she helped me open up a lot and to look inside to try to see what was going on in my head to keep bringing me back to these low points and then acting on the low points uh, making these serious mistakes and so yeah I had to really really use the help that she was giving me and it helped uh, help me uh, get the ball rolling because I didn't really think of myself as uh, being depressed I always in my head I categorized it as just uh, I was feeling off or I was just quiet this day you know that's what I told a lot of people uh, like co-workers or schoolmates you know they would tell me I'm glad you're back to normal past two or three days you've just been kind of quiet I thought I, I thought you were mad at me. I thought I did or said something to you, but you know that was just. <coughs> excuse me. That was me trying to deal with it. But how was I dealing with it? I was wallowing in self misery. To. I was seriously isolating myself. You know, my parents or family would ask me what was wrong. What, what would my answer be? Nothing. Well, you're mighty quiet. I'm all right. I'm just thinking. And you know, my parents or my spouse, they, they knew something was wrong. Something deeper than what I was saying. But yeah, I, I just I chalked it up to I was having an an off day or just felt like being quiet. When in reality, I was either thinking about things that I did in the past or I was thinking about things that happened to me in the past. And then I would just all these negative thoughts one after another. And yeah, it, it was it was not fun for me. So, you know, are you suffering uh, through something like this? Do you are you fine? And then it just seems like out of nowhere, it just hits you. And, you know, you, you may be quiet, you may be irritable, you don't want to be around anyone. Yeah, so that's what I dealt with a lot. And I'm talking from, <clears throat> excuse me, an early age. I dealt with this. You know, some people would tell my parents, you know, he's nice at times, but he's moody. You know, that's what I was kind of categorized as. I was the moody child. You know, and then as a teen, young adulthood. Oh, don't worry about him. That's just the way he is. He gets quiet sometimes. My boss, uh, in one of my jobs in Atlanta, she used to always say, we were at these team meetings. And, you know, most of the time I was myself. 
you know, and I'm always in a pretty good mood, good sense of humor. But, you know, say if we had a meeting in one of my low periods, you know, it, it would worry my boss, it would worry my team members. And, you know, my boss used to always say, Still Waters Run Deep. That was like her nickname for me. And so when I moved up here to where I am now and I had all this time that I mentioned in the previous episode to just reflect and think about my past, you know, it, it hit me, especially after I started talking to the therapist. Like, this isn't who I am. You know, this is depression or, you know, me not thinking clearly. This is me being too down on myself. And so I really, really had to start working on, um, you know, my mental health, um, the things I was thinking, the things I was feeding my mind, who I was being around. And so now, yeah, if I'm not comfortable, not comfortable with the person or they're very negative or they try to get me to be negative or do negative things and I sever ties you know I used to put up with people and I, I, you know I soon realized it was a huge part and had a huge part to play in my mind and how I felt and how I thought so, yeah, I, that's part of the process I did. I cut out a lot of uh, negative individuals. I cut out a lot of negative uh, activities. I enjoy my, you know, alone time. I think everyone enjoys some alone time. Just clear your head. Uh but I don't isolate. Even if I'm in a low period or I could feel myself getting in a low period, I intentionally ask Michelle to do something with me or, you know, let's run out and do something. But I, I want to do it together because it's, I, I think of it as like a fire. If I feel that low inside my mind starting to grow like a fire then I take counter measures to put that fire out early so yeah I'll ask Michelle you know let's go take a ride or let's we uh the family we like going to this uh we have a wildlife preserve not far from our home so you know we'll go out there take photos you could drive around you can walk you can hike. Uh, we'll take photos of nature or just animals that we may see. And it puts me back. <coughs> Excuse me. Tickle in my throat this week. It puts me back in the right frame of mind. You know, if I feel a low point coming on, if I don't isolate myself and try to keep the positivity going and 
you know, being around people I care about, I can usually put out that fire early. And I don't even have to deal with it. So try that too. If you feel it coming on like a a low uh, mental point or a, a little bit of depression, counteract, you know, go out and do something. Get out, go, you know, get active. It shifts your mind off of you and puts it on to something else. And also watch what you uh, eat and drink. You know, alcohol, I enjoy a nice whiskey or a nice brandy. I like certain type of beers. But it, you know, it's also known that alcohol is a depressant. You know, it, it can mellow us out. It could get us down. So you always have to use balance. So, you know, I use balance with that. I don't drink too much. I watch, I watch what I drink. You know, like I said, I like whiskey and scotch and brandy. I like some beers. I also know what I can't drink. You know, I can, I can drink vodka in limited, you know, uh, have a limited amount of drinks. Tequila. I know for me personally, I try to stay away from tequila altogether. You know, tequila kind of makes me crazy. So you have to know your limitations and, you know, what you excuse me, personally need to stay away from, you know, it, this takes a huge, huge, uh, part of honesty to just be honest with yourself. You know, are there things you need to limit that affects your mood? Are there things you need to cut out that affects your mood? Are there people you need to cut out? that affects your mood. You know, you see where I'm going with that? You know, we have to be honest with ourselves because like I said, it's not a fun place to be. To keep putting yourself down, uh, to be in a, a low mental point, you know, if, if left unchecked, it can make you say and do things that you end up regretting later. So are there certain triggers that you have that brings on your low points uh, mentally or you might start slipping into depression? You know, if there are, I I like to hear, Uh, you know, feel free to shoot me an email or comment on this podcast, um, you know, are there certain triggers? What do you do personally um, as countermeasures to get away from uh, when you're down, you're feeling low, you're feeling depressed? What do you do? What, What do you find helpful? I'd enjoy hearing that. Could pick up uh, more pointers for myself. 
because that's what I want this to be uh, an interchange you know a conversation between me and uh, my listeners we all suffer we all go through different things so yeah I like to hear what you go through uh, what do you do to help you get out of lows and you know depression another thing oh my goodness um, I'm up in the Pacific Northwest but this time of year it's just horrible uh, for moods it gets dark so early here about in the winter I'm talking in the winter time so like 345 4 you know the sun is setting it's starting to get darker 430 is just like pitch black outside so this can affect moods as well you know it affected me a few years ago very badly so it got so bad that uh, my doctor she did lab work on me and came to find out my vitamin D was very very low it was so low that you know my doctor was alarmed and she said that had a lot to do with things that I was doing as well uh, because my mind wasn't working right because of lack of vitamin D so I have to take a supplement she put me on a certain amount of vitamin D that I have to take year round but it especially helps me in the winter time uh, when we don't have that much sunlight up here where I live so like I said there are so many things that we can think about that could make our mental health better you know are there supplements we should be taking or could be taking how's our diet you know sweets or empty calories can be bad for your mind so so many things to think about what we feed our brain you know our association so take a long honest look at yourself and you know think about are there certain things that cause you uh, to slide into low points mentally or into depression if there are work hard at, at uh, flipping those negative thoughts learn from mistakes don't let depression weed you into doing things that you otherwise wouldn't be doing you know I had to learn that the hard way too <clears throat> Excuse me, I was doing some things that were kind of stimulating my mood. You know, but what that would do is that would just be a temporary fix, is what my doctor was telling me. I was jolting my brain with certain activities. It would bring me temporary relief, but then 
shortly thereafter, I'm back into the I'm back on the, the negative sliding board, just sliding down into mental lowness and depression again. So that's what I meant by don't do things when you're depressed just to try to snap yourself out of it. Things that you wouldn't ordinarily be doing. You know, I had to learn that the hard way, too. So. And I hope you found some benefit from this episode. Um, it's it's a tough subject to talk about when we're being open and we're peeling back layers on ourselves. We might not always like what we see, but hey. That is a huge part in loving ourselves. Love is your medicine. You know, we love ourselves. We take care of ourselves. We respect ourselves. And then other people around us will do the same. Love is your medicine. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I was serious. I want to hear, uh, you know, what caused you to go in depression? What are some of your triggers? What are you doing to counteract that? What do you do to stay in good moods, positive moods? I would enjoy hearing from you uh, so that I can get some insight as well. You can comment on uh, the podcast or you can email me, Mitch at themitchwright.com. You can find me on social media, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Love is your medicine podcast. So there are ways to reach out to me. I hope that you do soon. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you are enjoying uh, the podcast and the other episodes I have before this one. Uh, Do your best to be the best person you can be. And like we say it here, we do it day by day. Be the best person you can be day by day. Today, try to be better than you were the day before. That's what we do here. No pressure. Just day by day. Strive to be better than you were the previous day. So have a great day or a great evening whenever you are listening to this. Have a great positive week. I will be talking to you next year. So when I do my next podcast, it should be the first week of January 2024. Can you believe that? 2024. Crazy. So, yes, have a great day. Have a great week. Be safe this weekend. Uh, Bringing in the new year. Go and do great things.